from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to The Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. Did the? I just made a horrible mistake. I had a piece of uh, chocolate before we came to the air, and uh, that is never good. Chocolate, not good. Not good for the vocal cords. No, your voice is going to get all phlegmy. Well, that's okay. You know why? I just washed it down with a lemon perfect hydrating lemon water. Today's unofficial sponsor, Lemon Perfect. Available at Cost Company. Why don't you just get water and put lemon in it? Uh, Because this is already pre-mixed, and these are flavored. Yeah, that takes work, Jake. Yeah, Jake. I'm not going to squeeze half a lemon. But yeah. fuck that. But but fresh lemon water. Mm-hmm. Why would you want someone to do it for you when you could that, do it? That's yourself? the point, Jake. We it's live in a society. White privilege, Jake. Yeah, we live in a society. Why would you go bought to a store and buy coffee pre-made when you could just make it at home? Yeah. But you know what people do? A lot of people get up every morning and they take advantage of the fact that they could yell at a barista so they go to Starbucks and they get that seventeen dollar cup of coffee Starbucks. when they can just make it themselves all right it's part of the society we live in just wasteful perfect lemon perfect i'm trying to get us ad i'm trying to get sponsors over here and you're torpedoing the whole thing what's the matter with you you're right i'm sorry you're the one that always wants money where are we gonna make money money (laughs) money money so i'm over here trying to make us some money trying to get us a sponsor lemon perfect i'm sorry hydrating lemon water which i bought at cost company and uh, you're over here screwing the whole work. This you're coming bo- up the works. This podcast is brought to you by Lemon Perfect. Find it at your local Costco. Justine's back. Now I don't want to buy it. I get that attitude. Yeah, right. <laughs> All sassy <laughs> and mopey. Justine, your mic's not on. <laughs> Please give us money. Thank you. Well, Justine's welcome back. Stern look, welcome to, stern look on her welcome to the show. Uh, it's going to be one of those days I can tell already. I can already tell how this is going to go. Justine's here. Patrick's here. John is here. They're back from last week. Jake was nice enough to fill in for all three of them and himself last week. Did a great mm-hmm. job. Yeah, Not so hot today. Off, off to a crappy start today. Kind of All that goodwill <laughs> you built up over the, during the week really you just kind of flitted it away already. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. But, uh, you know, the show goes on. John, how are you? What? How are you? Good. Uh, are you okay? I am. <laughs> I am. Man yes. of many words. I am. Oh no, his his mic's cut. John, your mic's cutting in and out. I think. Okay. There we How's go. How's that? Very sexual. Better? Very sexual. There we go. Okay. Red five mm. standing by. Uh, John, did I tell you I finally watched The Munsters off of Netflix in honor for you? Oh, no. I heard it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. The Munsters? Uh, the animated? It, no. The freaking new one. The Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Hey, no. It was, did you make it all, did you make it all uh, at the end? <clears throat> I watched the whole thing, John. It I'm was fine. horrible. It looks horrible just by looking at the photos. It was well, the bad. trailer it was, looked bad. <laughs> it was rough, John. I'm sorry. 
Um, well, it's amazing you made it to the end because I know a couple of people that couldn't make it to the very end. <laughs> I mean, let's, I con- let's consider the source material, though. How good can it be? Well, you know, they could have shot it in black and white. And I guess Universal said, uh, no, we don't want you to make it in black and white. You can either make it in color or not make it. So Rob Zombie said, I've been trying to do this for 10 years. I guess I'll make it in color. Why couldn't you make it I mean, in black yeah, and white? Like, really Garrett sure, colors, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had to yeah, do it's, it. It's day colors, right? It's rough. It, it was rough. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, John. I don't think anyone needs. Uh, I don't think anybody needs another Munsters reboot. They've been doing it, you know, every couple of years. Somebody does a Munsters reboot. I don't think it's necessary anymore. I know. How'd I just the, know you were excited about it. Well, how'd the house look? Uh, you know, they built a house from scratch. I think, like in where was that Czech Republic or something? Uh, the actual house from the television show you see within the last ten minutes of the film. You spend next to no time in there. It's all, they're all in uh, uh, Transylvania. So it's a prequel, right? It's like yes. how they meet. You know? Yes, exactly. Mm. I've also heard that Sherry Moon Zombie is really an awful actress. <laughs> yeah, she was not good. Uh, she was uh, kind of a disappointment, not going to lie. I guess she can play serial killers, but playing, see, this is the first comedy he's done. So it takes a certain touch to pull it off, you know. Right, it's hard to do comedy. Who's I forgot who said it was it Bertrand Russell? I don't know who it was. I'll just say it was Bertrand Russell, even though it, would, it makes no sense uh, that Bertrand Russell would say that dying is easy, but comedy is hard. Right, that was like his deathbed. Right, dying line, is right? easy, comedy is hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It makes you. It makes you appreciate a comedic. Uh, I was watching this, you know, just when we were watching today, the, we were watching the, uh, uh, Adam family values for the, for today's, uh, uh, digital movie club and Raul Julia could be a very good dramatic actor. Also a great comedic actor, good timing, mm-hmm. good facial expressions, just does the whole thing. It's, it's fantastic. Fantastic. What I know he was, he was so good in kiss of the spider woman. Right. And you're like, wow, you know, that was that was dark stuff. And the comedy, it's like, it's amazing how well it is the comedy. Right, right. It's fantastic. The late, great uh, Raul Julia. We'll get to him uh, later on in the show. We have uh, we have some sad news. John, uh, do you want to break the news to the kids? Uh, why Christmas will be a little less special this year? Oh, yeah. Jules Bass passed away yesterday. Yeah. So um, oh, he's no, the one. Not only did he uh, produce and direct a lot of those uh, Rankin-Bass uh Christmas specials, but he also wrote a lot of the music. So he was like a quadruple threat producer, director, animator, and uh, and composer. So he was like 97. So if you enjoyed Mad Monster Party or um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Frosty the Snowman, that's uh, he and his partner. His partner passed away about 10 years ago. Those were the guys that made all of those. Oh, that makes me sad. He did Jack Frost. He did all those, claimation. All of that stuff. All that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, 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 the Year Without a Santa Claus. He did all of that stuff. Rankin Bass, baby. Rankin Bass. Yeah. And I thought like, Mario and I were kind of going, oh, we thought he had passed away years ago. But it was his partner. And they were a team. And the partner passed away about 10 years ago. Did they do They did The, the Hobbit, right? Didn't they do did an they animated Hobbit? Me? They did a TV Hobbit that was uh, two-dimensional animation. It was cell animation. Right. It was only like the first 
I think, you know what it was? Yeah, it was The Hobbit. And I think it was like a TV animated thing. Right. Because uh, Ralph Bakshi yeah. tried to do Lord of the Rings. That's right. Ralph Bakshi did like the first third as a feature film. And that's as far as he got. Right. I actually really like yeah. that Hobbit. It's really kind of quirky. Well, there you go. It's that Jules sev- Bass. That 70s animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, they yeah they did Frosty they did they did some two D stuff, but they're most best known for the right. for the for the claymation stuff. And uh, for yeah. me, I yeah. you can't beat Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I know John's going to put Man, Mad Monster Party right up there with it. Uh, oh, I put it right up there. I think they're both equally great. It just uh, it's weird. Mad Monster Party was a feature. They didn't have too much luck with features. The TV shows were always wildly successful, but they did two features, and um, you know they weren't smashes it was tough in those days to uh to compete with disney doing a family feature was always tough you're going up against the giants you know? what was the other uh, what was the other feature they did i i know i only know of mad uh, monster party they did one called the daydreamer that was part live action and part uh stop motion animation and it was about hans christian anderson as a kid and how he came up with all the stories like the little mermaid and um the emperor's new clothes and uh and then, so he would have these dreams, and then it would go into the animation. And ah. That had an all star cast. I'm sure you've seen that on TV before. That had an all star cast. Uh, Karloff does a voice in that movie. So they liked working with Karloff. But who else? Haley Mills, Patty Duke, um, Jack Gifford's in it, um, Ray Bolger. Ray Bolger doing some live action stuff. Oh, nice. And, you know, when he dances, it, it always looks like the Scarecrow. No matter what movie he's in, when he dances, it always looks like the Scarecrow. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, I think it was his trademark. He did that sort of crazy, what'd they call that? There was a name for that, eccentric dancing. Or... He's got good line work. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. He's got good form, good line. There okay. you go. All right, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll accept that, Patrick. We'll accept that. Okay, as, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> How you uh, doing? I'm glad you did. Good to hear from Patrick. We're, uh, we've, we have a live shot from Justine's desk pointing up at the ceiling. So either Justine has been murdered or uh, we don't know where Justine is. But we'll still be checking in. Uh, uh, every I'm so finally long. free. Yeah, finally. <laughs> How do you feel, Patrick? Too dark a spin on it. How do you well, feel? She's either out of the room or been murdered. Right. Well, she listens to a lot of those serial killer podcasts. Hmm. Uh, did you guys yeah, know? Uh, a listener asked us to delve into this, uh, and I think I think uh, Patrick, you're a fan of the original. Did you know they are remaking Death Becomes Her? Did Did, did anyone know that? Has anyone uh, heard? Is anyone mm-hmm. heard? All right, I'm going to need some information on who's going to be in the remake. Was that a, Was that a hit? Why are they remaking that? <laughs> you love that movie, John. I've never seen that movie. I think Justine was the fan of this one. I've never seen it. Uh, yeah. But she's not here to defend herself, so who knows? All right. Let's so that was, uh, Jake was just, Mexico, right? Yeah. Jake was just telling me yesterday that apparently um, Tenet's coming back to Doctor Who, and I said I didn't give a shit, and everybody lost their crap. Uh, he's coming back for, like, two uh, specials. He's coming back for, like, two specials. And it's going to be... Um, they're moving to Disney. I just saw Doctor Who's going to move to Disney. And uh, I love Death Becomes Her. You do? Okay, did you know that they're remaking it? Patrick told me that. I did not. Someone told me. (laughs) Why am I getting blamed for everything right now? I have nothing to do with all y'all shenanigans. 
Oh, it is not a credible. Uh, it is not a credible uh, uh, source. They're saying it oh, is, so it's, 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 be, it's an internet it's rumor. Like an odd thing to remake, right? Oh, it could be bullshit. Then is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. No. Is it truth or bullshit? <laughs> they should just do the same people. They both are still acting. Uh, well, Bruce Willis would be tough. He's retired from acting. And he's not probably him. not going to come back for Death Becomes Her. <laughs> he's finally given up on the hair. No, he has a... Well, he's got, um, yeah, he's got a fissure or something. It's like, like almost like dementia. He's not quite sure where he's at these days. Right. Mm-hmm. Not he... to bring the show down, but that's why he's not going to be doing <laughs> movies. Uh, oh, like an asshole. Yeah, no, yeah, you you should because he, yeah, he it was widely announced he was retiring from acting because he was having issues. He can't oh, I didn't re- know that. He can't recall his lines. Like, I think he's got a a condition. I forgot what it is. It, it wasn't a stroke. It's it's the actual medical condition. They call it aphasia. It's like his brain's not connecting with. He can't find the words to do the lines. So and he's not always sure where he's at. Yeah, it's a bummer. I'm going to bring the show down, Patrick. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. No, you're good. How could you know? But it looks like the death. It, it looks like the death becomes her thing is a is a rumor. It's supposed to be Anne Hathaway, and and uh, it looks like it, it's there's no. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll delve into it. We'll get back to you guys about the mm-hmm. death becomes her remake. And uh, what? So you don't like David yeah. Tennant, uh, Patrick? You, you're no, I'm fine with him. I just uh, I liked Eccleston more, uh, and I'm just okay with David Tennant and. I don't want to get back into watching Doctor Who to try and catch up with everything because I left somewhere in the middle of Matt Smith and I don't find it worthwhile to try and go backwards. Uh, there is a lot. There is a lot that happened. I bailed out somewhere halfway through Capaldi, so I missed. Uh, the, I was just annoyed with the way they. His was so short. Well, that's what she said, and also uh, I just didn't like the way they handled. Um, Clara Oswald. I thought she was one of the, the best uh, companions, and they just gave her a really crappy storyline. So I just didn't. Uh... I wonder if she was trying to do other things. Well, she was married to she at the time she was dating uh, one of the Snow brothers. Uh, who was the oldest one? Who Red Wedding? Who got Red Wedding? Um, um, who didn't get Rob Red Snow? Hugo. Was it Rob uh, Snow? Rob Snow. Rob Snow. Hugo yeah. Stiegler. Yeah, he, Rob Snow, Rob Snow. I'm going to just keep saying Rob Snow till it has no meaning. She was dating Rob Snow at the time, so maybe that was it. Maybe she was distracted. By Rob Snow? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be? So, By Rob Snow, yeah. There's a handsome 100%. devil. Handsome devil there. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you guys are... Uh, we're going to have to... I'll, I'll check it out. I didn't know... T- Tenet was co- Tenet's coming back for like a couple specials, and then I guess he's actually going to play the 14th Doctor briefly. So yeah, I don't know. Everybody was super excited, and I was just like, "Okay, that's fine." But that's typical of you, Patrick. You, you're not yeah, excited about much. You know, you're know. you kind of downplay it. You low key everything, and then when you I'm do just a boring person. when you do get excited yeah. about something, it's probably it's usually something pretty terrible that nobody else cares about. So oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent the worst. <laughs> Anything else depressing that you're getting into, Patrick? <laughs> uh, <laughs> drugs. You better not be. Yeah. Gonna stay off the drugs. 
Uh, you stay off the drugs, kid. By the way, that's everybody on this podcast. We all get excited about stuff that other people absolutely have zero interest in. <laughs> Nobody including, gives a shit about including, like, including people uh, on the podcast. That's the great thing about it. Uh, here, hey, uh, did you hear they're remaking a Sherlock Holmes thing? Yeah, who cares? We've seen it. Are they really? No, probably. It's probably another one of the works. If it's not a, like we say, if it's not a Sherlock Holmes, it's a Dracula or a Robin Hood or a King Arthur. Yeah, or Tarzan. <laughs> can't we just can't we just call it something else? One least, of, like, can one, we just try and kid ourselves that we're not remaking like a Robin Hood mm-hmm. or Sherlock? One Holmes of those characters is great. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Tarzan, <sighs> Robin Hood. Nope. Yeah, remember that remake that came out? It was like what 2018? Robin Hood. When are they going to make an animated uh, Robin Hood? Jamie Jamie Foxx. Oh, it was 2010, excuse me. No, that wasn't. No, no, no. No, I was right. Russell Russell Crowe? Where is it? No, it was that guy, that kid from... That kid. The Gentleman, or what is that? Not a gentleman. Yeah. Kingsguard? Kingsman? Kingsman? Taryn Taryn Egerton? Egerton. Egerton? I was going to say the the guy Oh, I loved his show on... uh, on Netflix. Elton John. Oh, that's yeah. right. Did, is he the guy that played Elton John? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's also the guy from Robin Hood. Mm, How about that? There you go. How about oh, that? Wow. Oh, let me guess. He's uh, He robs from the rich and, and gives to the poor, and he lives in a forest. And there's a guy called Little John who fights with a stick. And, yeah. uh And there's a sheriff of Nottingham uh, who wants to get him. Yeah. Don't you worry. Never fear. Robin Hood will soon be here. <laughs> Yeah, but there's, yeah, but there's explosions and no singing. And you get crazy <sighs> camera angles. And they got the crazy action camera angles. It's very cool. Boring. Mm. Boring. Mm. Boring. Uh, nothing else to watch, and it's on. It's not a terrible. Guys, who's, uh, who do you want to see least? Uh, King Arthur or Robin Hood? Uh, let us know in the... In the uh, <laughs> Who do you want to see less, Tarzan or Zorro? Uh, Zorro's also. Ooh. I can't get. I can never get into Zorro, um, <laughs> even though it's the romance of old California. I love the way you, I love the way you say it. You never get into Zorro. No, never. <laughs> Zorro doesn't do it for me. Zorro. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's certain characters that just. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And they've all uh, been done by Disney. King Arthur, of course. You remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it's all public domain. The, the beauty of a lot of those characters is it's public domain. If you're doing Robin Hood, you don't have to pay anybody. You just do it, you know? Right. Well, there's a board game called Unmatched, and it's all public domain characters. It's all, you mm-hmm. you know, you, you pit King Arthur against Robin Hood or Sherlock Holmes against the Invisible Man or whatever. It's all public domain characters, so mm-hmm. people love it. It's a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one you King Arthur... You should give me some to paint once in a while, so I can get one. All so right, I'm gonna, I'll bring some over. Paint your collection. I will bring some over, man. If you really want to paint them, I would love to have them painted. <laughs> sounds like Jake's bored. Jake's sounds like maybe Jake's a nice guy. No, I, I stand by what I said. Yeah, maybe maybe I just want my friend to have nice things. You yeah. Know? Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Maybe I, maybe maybe I have a hobby that I enjoy and like to share my share my joy with. I'm my telling you, man, those aliens, <laughs> those aliens you painted turned out great. 
And that was and like I a year ago. When I put all this hard work and effort how many, into it, how many my friend still hasn't Mario. played it. I st- haven't played it yet, but I like to take it out yeah. once in a while. Look at the figures. I mean, he looks at it, Jake. That that's that means hey, something, right? Have that's we had cool. a game night? Have, is there been a game where yeah. we play four or five people? We haven't no. been invited. That's all. No, yeah. I have. Ooh, 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 Nicole and I played two two one B Baker Street last night. That's a two player game. Well, that's four. How was it? It's, it was good. The mysteries are getting harder the farther we go into the pack. Ah, I see. The problem is that they give you the crossword clues. So one of the clues last night was this. Hero loses not. Hero loses not. N-O-G-H-T. What, what would you make from that clue? A hero loses not. I don't fucking know. All right, what does not mean? What's another word for not? N-O-G-H-T. Nothing. All right. Nothing. What's another way to represent nothing? Zero. Right. So hero loses not. If you write it down, what would you do? Uh, her. Right. Right. I could not make that connection. <laughs> so I annoying. mean, you watched me to it. I got there, but yeah. damn. Yeah, that was the clue. I was yeah. like, what yeah. the frack? I would not have. I would not have. Now imagine no, you're you're going up against three or four other people at the same time, and you're all trying to get different clues, and you're moving around the board, and you're trying to get that, like something like that can really trip you up, you know. So you know it's a fun game. It's just it's, uh, it's difficult. Uh, let's do a game night. We're gonna we're gonna schedule one right now. Uh, we will do we'll schedule one, and and uh, we're all we'll gonna, be there. We're all gonna play because we have a huge unplayed pile. I like board games. I I think I remember how to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, Patrick, for those of you that don't know, has the amazing capacity to scan a rule book. It and he will he will absorb the whole rule book, yep. but but somehow only be able to regurgitate rules that work to his advantage. Yeah, that's my favorite. I'm sorry. Uh, does that does that bother you? Yes. Yes, because many yes, because many times you're it's tantamount to cheating because you forget no, other rules. It's advantageous reading. <laughs> advantageous reading. Okay, it's selective recollection. It really is. What did, what did, yeah, well, you ignore every other instance of it until uh-huh. it comes to your turn. It's like, oh no! By the way, I can do this. <laughs> I mean, it's come up on more than one occasion. It's your fault for not catching it. That is true. That is true. But mm. is it, if a pitcher mm-hmm. is tipping his pitches, it's the coaching staff fault for not being aware of it. Hey, um, if the entire team is sending signals through a buzzer so we know what kind of pitches are coming out when it's a curveball and we don't get in trouble for it and I get to keep my trophy, I'm still a winner. By the way, just that's, what, that's the way the people of Texas think, too. Uh, yeah. I saw a thing that said Houston make America mad again. It's like, well, the reason they weren't mad because Houston won, they were mad because Houston cheated. That's the whole thing. Like, do you not? They don't understand that it's the cheating part that people have the trouble with. Uh, Justine, are you okay? By the way, she's in the kitchen. Now. Our Dodgers got bounced pretty quickly. Justine, yeah, she's not listening. Justine, can you hear me? I know. I heard your episode. Are you okay, man? And you went on and on with uh, with Jake. <laughs> what do you mean I went on and on? I just explained the situation. John was very happy with my succinct explanation of what mm-hmm. happened. 
John felt it was uh, very succinct and he was very happy to have been a part of it. Right, John? I think you, um, you sort of uh, put it all together. You painted a story. Thank you. Yeah, you did. I said you should be a sports writer because you pretty much got that all, all those facts sort of rounded up into one digestible story. So I thought that was pretty, pretty well, pretty well done. John, first of all, you're wrong. I should not be a sports writer. But second of all, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, for, for it was for uh, brevity's sake we had to wrap it all up. But now here yeah, we you are. Got to, you got to the point. You here know, we are right a week later, a cusp. We're on the cusp of the World Series starts tonight, and neither team made it in. San Diego, you know, the, bounced the Dodgers, and then they turned around and got bounced by the Phillies. So tonight we're watching the Phillies uh, versus the Astros, and I think I speak for all of America when I say go Phillies. I don't think anybody yeah, outside the Houston the Astros. I don't think anybody outside the Houston Astros area wants them to win. I've asked you this before, but I can't remember what your explanation was. How was it that that cheating wasn't a bigger deal, and it didn't sort of? Is it that they found out after they'd won? Oh, here, um, well, bear with did me. Did it come to light later? Or? Uh, yeah, here it, it came to, came to light like uh, like a whole season later. But uh, okay. let me see if I can. They couldn't take it away from them. Let me see if I can put it succinctly. Uh, uh, Rob Manfred is the uh, is the uh, 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 commissioner of baseball, right? He's an asshole. So that's really no. how that how that worked out. <laughs> he, he he really could have he really could have uh, lowered the boom on him and didn't he chose not to and give does him he have a financial interest in the actors no he, well he just you know he's he's doing everything he can to keep the you know baseball is not in a great position financially you know and the NFL has overtaken uh, has overtaken uh, uh, baseball as the most popular sport uh, baseball I mean in L A it's hugely popular but. It, you know, there's a lot of parks around the country that are empty a good deal of the time. Look at Oakland up in, look at Oakland Stadium. You know, there's a lot, look at Miami. And um, there are a lot of, you know, it's it's not doing as well as it could be. So he's doing everything he can to keep the game from, uh, you know, losing more viewers. And, and, and I think that uh, it was a short-sighted uh, attempt to kind of save face and just say, well, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, Fire some of the coaching staff, and then, but none of the players got punished, and we're not going to take away the trophy. So, uh, you know, uh, to me, I wasn't. People were like, "Well, you know, they because the Dodgers lost, and they're like, well, would you really want the trophy that way?'" So, no, you don't have to give it to the Dodgers. Just take it away from. It's not a legitimate. It's not. It's not a legitimate title. It's not a legitimate title. It's not. It's not. That's all right. there is to it. And so, it should have an asterisk. There should be an asterisk next. Well, yeah, and so today I think that, you know, I, I made a comment on somebody's page that uh, the Astros are playing, playing pretty hard because they know it's their first uh, title. Hey, how you doing? See how I did that? Because uh, F them, right? Uh, okay, Patrick has just given us a note. He's, uh, he's in his work meeting now, but he will be listening. All right, so it's time for our quiz. So uh, Patrick's going to take a big fat zero. You ready? Always. John, here we go. In the finale, I'm sorry, is the finale the beginning or the end of a musical work? Guessing it's the end. That's it. Justine, oh, here's a great question for Justine. Justine, what letter of the alphabet, what letter of the alphabet is the name of James Bond's boss? Oh, Q. No. His boss. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who it is. How many, 
That's how many of these have you know. sat through? <laughs> Damn. How many of these have you sat through, Justine? <laughs> Isn't there someone named Q? I just know there that is. that letter comes up a lot. Right. There Q is. is the weapons guy. He's the gadget dude. It's the gadget guy. He's yeah. the quartermaster. I didn't know James Bond had a boss. Yeah, M. You know, the, you know whose office he always goes into and gets yelled at? That gives him his mission? Yeah, I just thought it was whoever was prime minister. No. <laughs> no. Well, they are. They are. They're, they're, they're immediately. Uh, they're M's superiors. Uh, here we go. Jake, who was the youngest U.S. president when his term began in 1901? I don't know. I don't know, President. <laughs> Who was the youngest president when his term began in 1901? 1901? Uh, nope. I don't. can't even guess. I don't know. I don't Teddy know. Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, how old was he? 42 years old. And he was the youngest? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think Kennedy was the youngest like elected, right, John? That's how they distinguish it, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh... John, what device in a nuclear power plant creates nuclear energy? I have no idea, but I'll say the reactor. That's correct. Justine, hmm. turn this improper fraction into a mixed number. Six-fifths. Six-fifths. Can you turn that into a mixed number? Six-fifths. Six-fifths. What? One in one fifth. Correct. Uh, find me antonyms, Jake. Find me antonyms. Continual, bizarre, interrupted, conscious. Continue and interrupted. Correct. John, which close clouds are closer to the earth, cirrus or cumulus? I'll say cumulus. That's right. Correct. It looks, it's spelled cumulus. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jake, order, order from west to east, from west to east, Finland, Siberia, Russia, Iceland. From west to east, Finland, Siberia, Russia, Iceland. Finland, Siberia, Russia, Iceland. I forget where or. Siberia's, but it goes. <sighs> I think it goes um, west to Siberia, east. Yeah, Siberia, Russia, Finland, Iceland. You went east to west. I don't know. <laughs> he went east uh, yeah. to west, but you did. You got it right. You got the order right. You just I went the, the wrong, you went the wrong way. Uh, John, which two are the most alike? Bagpipes, banjo, guitar, harmonica. Bag bagpipes, banjo, guitar, or harmonica, or in harmonica. Which are the most alike? Banjo, bagpipes, guitar, harmonica. Which are the most alike? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Most alike. Oh, like I can pick two out of that bunch. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Bagpipes, banjo, I'll say, uh, guitar, and harmonica. I'll say, ban I'll say banjo and guitar. Incorrect. It's banjo and harmonica because nobody likes them. I kid, of course. It's banjo and guitar. Thank you very much. Hello? You don't like a good banjo? 
You know, like a good dueling banjos? I think banjo is great if you use it in like a Dixieland jazz. You're doing like a New Orleans, traditional New Orleans jazz. But outside of that, I have a really hard time enjoying it. It's great if you're in, at Disneyland. <laughs> right. It's great if I'm about to go down the hill on uh, parts of the Caribbean. <laughs> That's right. I'm a little shocked. I love it. I'm a bastard. Men tell no tales. Bastard. That's right. You know what I always do? When we pass that shack, I go, hey, it's John Fogarty, man. Do you? I do. That and then actually, they throw me out. That actually looks like my grandpa Clemente. Oh, wow. How about that? Cash me outside, Grandpa Clemente. How about that? He was 99 years old when I died. He was my great-grandpa. Very mean. Wow. Very mean, apparently. Very mean. Not to me, but he was very mean growing up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Why he like you were a favorite, huh? No, I don't think I was a favorite. I was just a little kid. He was probably too <laughs> you were around. He was, yeah, he was, yeah, he was too old. Too old by the time. Too old to begin the training. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh yeah, man. Good old grandpa Clemente. Yeah. Good old good old mm. grandpa Clemente. How old were you when he passed away? Oh, I put must be probably about six or seven. I was very mm. young. I just remember him wiggling his ears. About that. And you said, that's what old people do. They sit in their chair and wiggle their ears. Right. That's it. Uh, Justine. Are you good? Yeah. That was an easy question. I like that. What? What'd you say? She likes the easy questions. Oh, you want an easy one? That was an easy question. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, see, I told you, you're smart. It's not that it's easy. It's that you're a smart cookie. You know, I need you to have more. So move on. Next question for the next person. No, we're done. Unless you want to do one more. You want to do one more? Nope. All right. Then we'll do one more. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Justine, I have a Spice Girls quiz for you. Oh, my God, you don't. Did you find one? I'm going to find one here. James Bond was in the Spice Girls movie. All right, Justine, we're going to ask, uh, we're going to ask questions <laughs> one of 12, and we're going to find out which, which Spice Girl you are. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I go. Justine, your best friend just broke up with her boyfriend. She has spent the week crying. You, A, go over to her house and let her cry all she wants. B, call up the jerk and spend an hour telling him, how horrible he is. Your friend was listening in on the other line and she burst into laughter. Mission accomplished. C, take her out for some retail therapy. D, show up at her house with a pair of ice skates and the two of you go to the lake. Uh, God, it's so like, you could tell exactly who's who. E, <laughs> so stupid. Tell her, she was not, tell her he was not the guy for her. It's a world is full of opportunities. What do you do? Let's go with that. You ready? Here we go. The season you enjoy the most is winter, autumn, you like them all, summer, or spring? Spring. Let's fuck shit up. That's right. Here we go. 
I'm going to mix these answers up. Here we go. Your boss is so pleased with your last presentation, she gives you an extra long weekend. You, A, are so glad for the break and just veg out. B, get the gang together for a party. C, go on a shopping spree with your BFF. D, go on a shopping spree. Here we go. (laughs) I got to choose each Spice Girl. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) When nobody is looking, when nobody is looking, messing it up. You A, eat a bag of chips. Uh, B, uh, you're pretty much the same person. Uh, uh, C, you watch the notebook and cry. D, you take a, bu- du- a bubble bath and shut your eyes and do nothing but relax. E, put sweats on and don't put on any makeup. Hmm. Let's go with... Ooh, two of those. I wonder who they're putting that towards. Let's go with relax with a bubble bath. Let's relax with a bubble bath. Okay. I need real answers. You're answering honestly. Don't try to mess up the algorithm. I am messing up the algorithm. You're the most you know, comfortable. She wants to be all of the Spice Girls. <laughs> I want to be the Spice Girls. You are, you are most comfortable, Justine, when you are wearing A, fashion right off the one runway, B, baby doll tees and jeans. C, something short and sexy. <laughs> D, a professional skirt suit. E, track suits and runners. Damn, who did I not choose yet? I feel like for you, it's baby doll tees and jeans. So I'm going to answer. No, I already answered one with hers. I can't do it again. There's, trust me, you're going to have plenty of time. There's like 45 questions. I already did a sports one. There's not 45 questions. <laughs> I'm going to go get a pizza. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back in an hour. Let's go with, um, what did you say the last, like a party one? Uh, fashion right off the runway, baby doll nope. tees and jeans, something short nope. and sexy, professional skirt suit, no. track suits and runners. Professional skirt suit, I think is the answer for scary spice. Go ahead. Your in-laws They're just called. Stuff. They are only 10 minutes away and are stopping by. I'm not by. done yet. Uh, he said he had 40 questions. I told you, there's not, enough, there's not enough for you to mess the algorithm up. I got to do twice now, each person. Okay, go. No, that you might have to do more. I'm telling you, there's a lot of questions. Your in-laws just Check, called. I'll meet, I'll meet you for a pizza. Yeah, hey, we'll have listen. People sit around while you're talking about <laughs> Boris Karloff and video games, Patrick uh, or Jake. All right. Yeah, Patrick. So you guys get to sit here and you let Justine take uh, her little quiz. All right. Uh, you let them well. figure out what Spice Girls is gonna be. Yeah, this is very important. This is we're, we're we are inputting Justine's identity for the rest of her life, and you guys are messing she around. Is all the Spice Girls. I'm trying. She's we're working towards mind. it. Your in-laws just called. God damn it. They're only 10 minutes away and are stopping by for an impromptu visit. You, A, are pleasantly surprised and wait for them at the front porch. B, have no worries. C, work your natural charm so perfectly that the mess you call your home goes unnoticed. D, dash around like a madwoman throwing clutter in closets. E, uh, know that they're going to find something to critique, but they got to come over sometime. Oh, no, no. I already did that one. Let's do the first. Whatever was the no worries one. Got it. Have no worries. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Uh, which Spice Girl are you? Question seven of 47. The, technical, the technological advance you appreciate most is A, a jet ski, B, Botox and Photoshop, C, cell phones, D, the internet, E, digital cameras. Digital cameras. That's how old this is. Which one is Jerry? I got to choose Jerry right now. <laughs> which one is Botox? <laughs> yeah. Botox is posh. Oh. Gosh, you're so good at this. Um, it's like, I think it's your this last two. I got to pick. Uh, I don't know who saw. Actually, no, it probably is her. Cell phone? Cell phone. Okay. Here, we're almost done here. We're coming up on the. All right, halfway mark. Coming up your on bro- ten to forty-seven. Your brother needs you to babysit with your with your babysit your niece on your day off so you can go to work. She is home from school with the flu. You uh, a read her stories all day and comfort her. B rush over and bring your Hannah Montana DVD collection. C you say you don't want to get sick either and suggest he take the day off. D spend the day cuddling with her even though she throws up on you a few times. Uh, e, you make a health shake for her full of the most essential vitamins. Yeah, let's go health shake. All right. Is that sporty? I kind of remember how many I chose. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it even, but I can't remember anymore. All right, this is for real, and I'm going to answer no matter what you say. I'm going to answer what me and Jake and John pick. All right. A, the perfect man now, for... Now who's, now, now who's the problem? The perfect man for you is A, someone athletic and strong. The, obviously not true. B, intelligent and has goals. Okay. C, someone who likes fun and gets along with your friends. That's out. D, sweet, get with my sweet and romantic. Also out. D, or E, rich and powerful and gorgeous. So we have to go B. It has to be B. Yeah. Intelligent and has goals. Rich and powerful is Jerry. Your athletic is obviously sporty. What was the other one? Someone who likes to have fun and gets along with all your friends. That's Baby Spice. Sweet and romantic. Oh, let's switch that. That's Jerry. The rich one would have to be Posh. You're missing one. We're Scary Spice. Someone athletic and strong, intelligent and has goals. Someone who likes to have fun, sweet and romantic, rich, powerful, and gorgeous. Someone who has to like fun, that's scary. So we're getting someone. So I'm putting intelligent and has goals. All right. Uh, (laughs) You've just found out your best friend is having a baby. A, you're ticked because she's broke. She broke the no kids rule. Sorry. B, you start waiting on her hand and foot. C, cry because you're so happy for her. D, scream and hug her because you'll have someone to spoil. Or E, congratulate her and start looking uh, for parenting research to give her all the information. Let's cry. Next. Cry. All right. This is the worst quiz ever. Uh, 11. Your mother convinces you to go see a fortune teller. The fortune tells you some horrible things about your future. You, A, have a moment where you almost believe her and then your senses come back. B, you only went there because your mom wanted to. to, wanted to. Uh, and this stuff is reliable as horoscopes and personality quizzes. C, you don't believe it for a second. It's fake. It's, it's so fake it's ridiculous. D, hand her a $20 bill and ask her if she can predict something nice for you. 
Let's do that. Okay. And the last question. You ask your friend to be brutally honest with you and tell you something you can prove about yourself. She says, maybe you have a teensy flair for the dramatic. Uh, What's to improve? You're a masterpiece of perfection. Uh, You need to be more assertive. You need to relax a bit or you're a bit of a perfectionist. Ooh, I know exactly who's who. Uh, um, Let's do the relax. All right, here we go. Calculating result, almost done. Uh, I feel like I tilted it one way. Analyzing responses. Put a flow chart in front of you. There's just probably <laughs> only one answer that actually matters. Hey. Well, if I knew, I should have just like I should have started marking who I checked. Who off do you on, think you? Like who I do you missed. think you got? That's a song from the Spice Girls. Who do you think you are? Who do you think? Uh, who do you think you got? I don't know if I favored one person more than the other. I might have messed up and did more baby spice or Jerry. So maybe, maybe baby. I don't know. Jay, could you could have been less? Wouldn't it have been less work to just answer them honestly? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Jay, who do you think she got? Um. Yeah, I think she did. Hundred percent. You think she I know did? all? The, I know all the spices. All right, John. Who um, do you think she got? Cinnamon spice. Uh, I think she got. Um, I think she got ginger spice. There you go. You. No one sets and achieves goals like you. Once you get your mind set on something, there is no way you'll fail. You give one hundred ten percent to all your relationships and to yourself as well. Most people get exhausted just by looking at your schedule, but keeping busy is, is what motivates you. You are always there for a friend and care deeply for those close to you. You are scary spice. Ooh, good one. There you go. That's it. You got Maybe I did three answers on her. How you did? How you doing? Hmm. How about that? Those game, those quizzes are stupid. That's I know. There was a lot of mental gymnastics there. I don't know how you did it. All right, here's here's another one. You got to do another one to see who's, which Spice Girl you are. John, we're gonna do you now. Oh my God! Choose a word: Lufa, Cowabunga, Dingus. Blip, poinsettia, booby. So you've got a you you've got a game. You've got a box. You've got a game, and the whole thing is Spice Girl questions. No, it's this is off the internet. Uh, choose a oh, word, John. Lufa, cowabunga, dingus, blip, poinsettia, booby. <laughs> <laughs> booby. <laughs> you are. Arthur Brown. John, choose a scent. Dryer sheets, lavender, freshly baked cookies, musk, citrus, ocean breeze. Freshly baked cookies. Pick a spice, John. Cumin, paprika. (laughs) I'm sorry, cumin, paprika, cinnamon, (laughs) ginger, catnip, old. (laughs) Oh, this is funny. This is funny. This is obviously somebody else's game. Yeah, I love it. Old Spice. That's terrible. Cumin, paprika, cinnamon, ginger, catnip, old. Uh, uh, 
I guess uh, ginger. All right, here we go. Choose a city in Europe, John. Paris, Amsterdam, Berlin, Madrid, Prague, Rome. Uh, I'll just pick the only one I've been to. I'll pick, I'll pick Berlin. I didn't know you've been to Berlin. That's cool, man. <clears throat> All right, John. Pick a hairstyle. Ponytail, braid, bun, bob, shaved, however you woke up. <laughs> uh, however I woke up. Choose a Spice Girl song. Stop. Two, become one. Spice up your life. One abe. If you can't dance, say you will be there. You know, I'm not being funny, but I'm not... be there? Mm. I'm not being funny, but I, I don't think I've, I'm familiar with any of those songs. Pick one. So I don't know. Pick wannabe. I, I don't think... I don't know if I've heard any of those songs. Were any of those hits, Justine? To become one. What did you say? To become one. Spice up your life. Spice up your life is a hit. Spice up your life. Every boy and every girl. Spice up your life. Stop. If you can't dance, say you'll be there and want to be. Those were hits? Say you'll be there, want to be, and to become one were U.S. hits. And also Spice Up Your Life. If you can't dance, it's probably a hit in the U.K. or something. So okay. one, of those that, one of those is a song that says, if you want to be with me, you've got to be with all my friends. No. <laughs> Which one was that? If you want to be my lover, you have to sleep with all my friends. Which song was that? Uh, what is the was name of that, that one, Justine? Is that... Uh... Is that Wannabe? Yeah. Oh, it's Wannabe. With my friends. It's Wannabe. Then. Okay. Okay, so we're picking that okay. one. All right. I guess, I guess that one, because it's the only one I've heard of. <laughs> John, you are Ginger Spice. There you go. Well, I used to have red hair. When I had hair, I, it was red. So, there you go. John, you, maybe the whole group fell apart because you decided to leave. But when it was good, you That's owned right. that shit. <laughs> Girl power? Yeah, that was all you. Boom. Yeah. Ginger How about Spice. that? How about With that? a Union Jack. And a Union Jack on her shoes and her dress, right? Is that, was that the one? <laughs> Is, it? Yes. Is that the one, Justin? Yes. There you go. There She's you go. married to that. NASCAR or not NASCAR Formula One. Oh yeah, what do they call them? What do they call them? Principal. Jake, pick a '90s song. Mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys, I want it that way. Cochina mm-hmm. Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Aqua, Barbie Girl, Monica, The Boy Is Mine, or Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Um, for the first one. Backstreet Boys, okay. Yeah. You said Monica, right? Are you interested in a sport? A, yes. B, not really. C, no. Uh, no. All right. What is your natural hair color? Black, brown, blonde, or red? Brown. Keep it brown. What's your advantage? A, athletic body. B, pretty face. C, intelligence. D, confidence. Is there an E? Is there nope. any all of the above? Mm-mm. No, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely go confidence then if you're gonna. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Confidence. Oh. Sure. All right. Here we go. All right. How do you relax after a stressful day? A. Shopping. B. Spa. C. Bath. D. Nap. Nap. Yeah. Is that a real answer? Yeah. <laughs> Two naps. I guess shower. Yeah. Bath. 
Long bath. All right. Yeah. Bath, yeah, right, sure. Yeah. In your own filth. All right. Mm-hmm. What's your dream partner? Strong and athletic, good and well groomed, nice and loving. Is this nice good and well groomed? Good and well groomed. Nice and loving. No, good and well groomed. Let's do that one. That's funny. <laughs> you can tell it's not a guy question. <laughs> what character trait best describes you, Jake? Polite. Mm. Kind, friendly, loyal, empathetic. Yes. Empathetic. Are you, though? All right, here we go. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> how would you rather spend How would you rather spend your your Friday night, Jake, at a party or at home? At home. Ladies, he's single. What style of clothing do you prefer, Jake? A, chic, B, sexy, C, casual, D, sporty, E, vintage. Uh, vintage. There you are. You're great. Right. What is your greatest weakness? Is it selfishness, jealousy, indecision, or curiosity? Um, what? Again, please. Guys, what is your greatest it's hard weakness? To, hard to fathom having a, having a selfishness, like jealousy, indecision, curiosity. <laughs> Selfish. All right. All right, here we go. And uh, which Spice Girl is your favorite? Mel B, Jerry Hollowell, Victoria Beckham, Mel C, Emma Bunton. That is a British name. I, Emma Bunton. I don't know any of their real I don't know any of their real names. Victoria so, is you know, Victoria we'll, is Spice. We'll bend, it, we'll bend it like Beckham. Mm. <laughs> Just means I'll play right or don't play at all. <laughs> pick a pick a Spice Girls song. Wanna be, say you'll be there. Love thing, Viva Forever. Aww. You're gonna make Viva Justine forever? cry. Wanna be. <laughs> that's the only that one I know. Exit. Viva Forever was their exit song. Choose a brand, bro. Oh. Dior, Lacoste, Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Gucci, I guess. What's Gucci? John's cracking up. House of Gucci. Where would you rather go on your first date, Jake? Would you rather go to How the... How long s- is this? That's what she said. What, what, where would you rather go on your first date? A, cinema, B, walk, C, restaurant, D, park. Um, park. Yeah, make out in public. All right, mm-hmm. choose the color of lipstick: A. Claret, B. Red, <laughs> C. Violet, D. Nude, E. Peach. Uh, I'm I'm more of a nude kind of guy. All right, we're halfway there. <laughs> Whoa, we're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think she got? Uh, who do you think he got, uh, uh, Justine? Who do you think he got? Posh. You think got John? Do you, would you care to wager a guess? I don't know. All right, here we go. <laughs> You're Emma Bunton, aka mm, Baby Spice. Baby Spice. You are the sweetest girl you ever, can ever meet. You like to dress provocatively and colorfully. Plus, you have many other features yep. that make your friends love you. Yep. Uh, you, do, 
<laughs> I love it. Jake's got a cigar. Yeah, that's me. All right. So who did we? Wait, so yeah, John is me. so John is ginger, uh, scary, and baby. So we have to when Patrick comes back, we'll give him the quiz, and then I'll I guess I get whoever's left. How about left. you? How about you? And then I, well, I get whoever's left. I get whoever's left, <laughs> and also no, no, you got you got to play the game. No. Because then <laughs> no, what, if, what, means, um, what if there's a clone? Mario, you should just be Sporty Spice. You like sports? Yeah, I do. I do like I sports. definitely not going to get Sporty Spice. I, de- I do like sports, done. but I don't have that posh. sporty body. You know, I'm a little. So he's Posh Spice. That, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm in shape, but round is a shape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Hey, yeah, hey. the shape of a baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty shitty thing. To say. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucked up, but okay. <laughs> ah, that made me laugh. So yeah, you're sporty, and then so yeah, Patrick, Patrick said he was off. done with his call, so now he gets to play. Uh, is he done with Fuck. his call? Because he's gonna be really pissed. Fuck. No, we don't need to. Patrick, you're posh spice. He's like whatever. I can tell he, he said he's not done. Oh, I no. thought he said he was done. My no. mistake. Hey, did uh, you guys went to England? Did Patrick go to that show, the, the Spice Girls show, or did no. he sit it no, out? No, he just stayed with himself, and I he went out to eat by himself at a restaurant. So he enjoyed it. I enjoyed the concert, and guess who's touring again? Spice Girls. Quando? Like, yeah, let's all but... go. Let's all go to the Spice Girls. All of them, even uh, even Jerry. Jerry goes. It's Victoria that you don't know if she's gonna go. Oh, uh, oh, okay. I, I did, Remember, I she got of... paid without even being there. Oh, smart. <laughs> that's smart. Getting paid for not doing the. Uh, that's crazy. What kind of contract must they have? <laughs> you know, I don't even have to go to collect. You know, that's kind of fucked up. But uh, they're touring. Lizzo's touring, and I'm going to a Blackpink concert soon. Blackpink. Blackpink? Is that a person? It's a Korean, Korean girl band that I've liked forever. Love it. Oh. Hey, let's take a quick break. Yeah, and when good. we come back, we're going to have, uh, we're going to talk about Digital Movie Club. Because it's our Halloween Black special. Yeah. You could tell it's Halloween because we talked about Halloween so much. All right. So much. We did talk about Scary Spice, so that does count. You can, uh, I sounded like Sean Connery at Disneyland. I yes. said Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back uh, after these messages. We'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. We just had a nice little break. I had to replace my microphone, so I might sound a little different. Maybe a little louder. Maybe a little louder. I had to get uh, make some changes. But we're all back. Uh, Patrick's on a phone call right now, so he can't join us. Uh, he's listening, though. He is listening, so if you have any questions for Patrick, just shoot him. Uh, uh, so call us live at the studio at uh, 1-800. Uh... Patrick, how come you don't love me? Whoa. Do you feel wow. that way? He's testing his mic. You testing his headphones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patrick. We'd like to. We'd like the answer to that. No, and we're quickly. just testing his love. And quickly. Oh, that just came out of the blue. 
Patrick, why? Like, well, we're back. Patrick, why don't you love me? Patrick, why have you no love for me? Mm-hmm. Patrick, why don't you look at me during? Yeah. Oh, wow. no. Jake, no. Jesus Christ. Jake, mute yourself for five Fuck. minutes. Mute yourself for five minutes. No. Holy we're not going to tolerate that bullshit. No, wait. Mute yourself. Wow. You, all that goodwill, and you pissed it away. <laughs> you lost it in two seconds. <laughs> not my type. Ooh. Yes. What the hell came on for you? Ouch. Yeah. No, he was talking yeah, to you, Justine. He was talking that. to you. Yeah. You're not his type. We, we've all, we all, listen, we all call Justine the beard for a reason. It's not because, it she, it's not because she has facial hair. Um, all right. Okay. There, goes your, there goes your goodwill, Mario. I can say these things. I'm the idiotic host of this show. Listen, John, you it's missed. My, a, it's my show. You missed a few weeks, uh, so why don't you give us your reviews of your movies that that we missed? What did you miss, first of all? I missed True Lies. What's your ranking on True Lies? We all gave it tens. Uh, I love True Lies, so I give it. I give it an eight, though. I don't know. What what did we give it, Justine? Uh, Hold on, let me type in his eight. Beep, boop, boop. I gave it a six. Patrick gave it an eight. Jake gave it a seven point five, and you gave it an eight. Right, perfect. perfect. Right in there, John. Right good, in there. Okay. One. What else? What else? I did agree. You miss? I, I agree. I agree with you guys that it's probably uh, for a non-Terminator movie. It's probably James Cameron's best. Right. It's certainly not going to be Avatar or Titanic. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Just what else did you have, John? Fargo. Fargo was the next uh, Fargo. one. Fargo. Mm-hmm. I love Fargo. That's one of the best Coen Brothers movies. I give it a 10. Did we give it all 10s? Did that get all 10s, Justine? Yes. yes wow. Wow. That's pretty rare, isn't wow. it? Wow. That's coming up. Yep. Well, today we're going to get a couple. Rare that we give everything the same score, even rarer that it's they're all 10s, right? Right. Is that are the old, Are those the only two you missed? No, Mission I just Impossible. Mission Impossible. Oh, the original, yeah. Give us that one. Uh, I get, you know, I agree with you. Um, I think I told you this before. It does rub me the wrong way that they made Jim Phelps a uh, traitor. Right. And so for, for fans of the show, I remember when this first came out, I thought, well, this is a good little action film, but it's not really, it doesn't have the spirit of the TV show. But um, it's and also it kind of loses me that last 20 minutes with the helicopter in the tunnel and the train, that just seems preposterous. Uh, but the first three fourths of the movie is pretty solid, and it feels like a Brian De Palma movie. It's just funny the way the camera moves and the way he stages things. You go, yep, this is Brian De Palma, even though it's obviously intended to be right. a new franchise. <laughs> uh, so I like it, but it's not, it's not like a masterpiece, so I'd give it a seven. Seven, okay. It gets more and yeah. more... They, they capture the spirit... Oddly enough, when they get to this age, the stage where they're doing all this wild, all these wild stunts like you know scaling buildings and stuff, they're actually doing more of the Mission Impossible stuff. They're doing more with like the disguises and the double crosses, and uh, they're actually doing and the more... earpieces. Yeah, all the stuff where they got yeah. earpieces yeah, and they're, microphones. They're actually doing more of that. I, I love them as the as yeah, it goes you're right. on. You're right. Yeah, as it goes on, it becomes more like the show. Where he starts relying more on the team. I like the, the Brad Bird one. Uh, that that uh, was a relation. That was really 
very much like the show, and that's that was the Brad Bird one. Oh, that's a that's a Ghost Protocol, the one where they're in. Uh, yeah, in, that's in it. Dubai that's it. or in inside. Yeah, that one is awesome. Yeah. That one has the longest. Uh, I think that has the longest Tom Cruise run on record, where he's running from that uh, sandstorm just straight ahead mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. his with his perfect posture, just running. Got to show Tom. So you got to get um, you got to get Justine and Patrick's uh, score on Mission Impossible. Yeah, Justine, what was your score on Mission Impossible? Dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, what's that? What was your score, buddy? Um, I like this Mission Impossible. Right. It's my introduction to it. Right. The beginning was everything I did not expect. Okay. So I was like, whoa, what? And then... um. <laughs> But this is just going off of memory for me right now because um, I've probably only seen it like um, three times. But I um, do remember how I felt when I first watched it and I was like, what? Twist and turns? They can do this in movies? And I was very uh, surprised with it. Because what year is this? This is 1996. Yes. So I remember watching this in theaters and so I was 10 years old. So I was like, this is amazing. Oh, beautiful. That's a great age wow. to be introduced to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Mission Impossible is so cool. They like don't play by the rules. <laughs> they kill people on elevators. You know, like did my you, imagination. Did you say, whoa, like, whoa. They, just, <laughs> they just killed the rest of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> It it was all just, like, amazing when I watched it, because I just didn't. It was just, I never knew that could happen. (laughs) All right, so you gave it a 10. 10-year-old Justine gives it a 10. That's perfect. No, I'd probably give it, I would give it an 8 as an adult. Yeah, it's a good one. Like I said, but for just... me, it was what opened it up for me. I didn't know there was a show, and... uh, Uh And I never thought Tom Cruise was the shit, and I maybe thought he was okay in this, but... Patrick gives the original uh, 7.5. 7.5 for Patrick. Uh, By the way, what's funny is uh, today, John and I were just talking, you know, as fans of the original show, it was annoying that they made Jim Phelps the bad guy because on the the TV show, uh, the actors, we were talking about this, the actors weren't particularly the reason you watched the show. You watched the show to watch... Every week you were basically watching a heist, like some kind of heist. So it just every week was basically an extrapolated version of the sh- of the of the scene where he's trying to break into the vault and you know they're lowering him down and doing everything. But the actor who played the original Jim Phelps actually turns up in Adam's Family Values that we watched. He was the uh, America's most disgusting serial killers uh, <laughs> host. <laughs> I, I forgot about that, yeah, John. And then he popped up in there. Did he do? What, what was the show he really did do in the 90s? Was it uh, Biography? Yeah, he did Biography on, on, on A&E. Unsolved Mystery? No, it, was, it, wasn't, yeah. it was nothing sensationalistic. It was, it was a very quiet little yeah. show. Just it was a biography of different. On this week's biography, yeah. Princess Diana. You know, Princess Diana was born, and you know, he would just do that whole thing. And so, uh, yeah, it was a very. Hey, you know, got the, he's got the. He's got the voice for it. He's got a great voice. I just love the way he does that traumatic turn. What do all these women have in common? Murder. 
it really made me laugh because they just threw him in there like as a lark. Yeah. I was like, I was not expecting to see Peter Graves in there. Made me laugh. But uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, John. Well, thank you for catching us up. I appreciate you. I appreciate you watching. Even when it's not your turn, you still get caught up and watch. Sometimes we have people on the show that are still a few movies behind. Uh, they've had years to catch up now, and they still have not been able to do so. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we all have problems. And we, all, yeah. we all do things at our own pace. Yep. <laughs> Jake, what are you still missing? Um, I've watched Brighter Frankenstein. I've watched them. I haven't watched Rear Window yet. Oh. Oh, uh, nice. uh, I think that's it. Well, you gotta re you have to watch it because we're not gonna be able to play the board game until you watch the movie. Did you watch Bad Day at Black Rock? No. <laughs> <laughs> Justine, Justine so is on this. She must look at this. Uh, no, she's looking at it right now. Then. The spreadsheet, yeah. I yeah. just scrolled down because I was already in it. I did watch The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. I watched it. Um, uh, What'd you rate it? Yeah, watched Invisible Man, Bride of Frankenstein. Yep. Miller's Crossing? Wait, who's Miller's Crossing? That's something. That is. John. I know, yeah, Jake. Miller's Crossing. I thought I watched. I thought we watched Miller's Crossing. Okay. I thought I watched Miller's Crossing. Let me see. Yeah. I watched Miller's Crossing. I thought I already gave a score on it. Did you? What was that? Oh, it was like an eight. You're giving it an eight? I'm giving it an eight. Are you guessing? Are we Are we just catching up on scores right now? Yeah, if you are you want. cheating? Are you looking at other people's answers? No. I am curious. What did the rest of us give Miller's Crossing? Uh, let me go back up. I gave it a five. Patrick gave it a six. Uh, Mario gave it a nine and a half. Oh, no, sorry. You gave it a nine and a half. Mario gave it an eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I give a lot of eights. It's been I? a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. So I don't remember. What's our, I remember how it made have our feel. averages on top? Yes, I do. You because someone asked for that. And now I always show it. I always want to know. Um, they look pretty close. Uh, our averages are all pretty close to each other. Except for me. Yeah, you're way down there. <laughs> Is yours like six point something? I'm 6.5. You guys are all in the 7.4 and up. Yep. How does it feel to be the only one like that, Justine? Uh, Jake, I don't have an answer for you for Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Because it's a fucking trash movie. I was here. I watched it. I, this is when Patrick like, comes back. This is when Patrick decides to come back. Seven. Oh, did somebody say Steve Martin? I fucking hate him. My gut says seven. Okay, what about Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck, I give a two. You just ruined our perfect score together. I know. Everybody gave that a one. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> I have to one. un- now I have to unhighlight this whole part. Are you sure you saw it, Jake? Because <laughs> yeah. Patrick liked it more than everyone else. Uh -huh. Patrick, you Jake liked Jake? it more than everyone you, else. Whoa. What the hell? Sorry, sorry. Whoa. This is crazy. You just confused Jake for Patrick. <laughs> wow. And you asked earlier if I loved you. 
Yeah. Wow. Oh my so God. someone, so someone did hear the question. Hmm. So who are you, you asking? <laughs> mm. Um. What else you got? I have the longest day for John. I have okay. Bad day at Black Rock. I don't think I've watched that one yet. Okay. That's when he wears the baseball hat and it looks weird. Rear window. Oh, no, you didn't do that one. Okay, what's them? Them? Them, I give like a six and a half. You son of a biscuit. You bastard. Giant ants. Giant ants. Jesus. Oh, I did watch Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein, I give a seven. That's it? And I give Invisible Man a nine. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jake, you're, you're quite still a, you're quite a guy. Bad day at Black Rock. You should just watch Rear Window, honestly. I should, I should watch Rear Window. You're right. It's great for Halloween. I have it. It's a good Halloween movie, right? Right. Do I have it? I think I, I, think I have it on my Amazon. I do. I have it. Just need to watch oh. it. Right. Uh, I will get back to you on that. Who's that? Who is that extra figure? What are these? Oh. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Got the action Ooh. figure. Picked it up at Target. Wow. Pick it up at Target. Wow. Yep. Uh, there we go. All right, those are our reviews. We are all caught up. And now, Patrick, take it away for this week's movies. Halloween special. Uh, which one you want first? Uh, let's do... Uh, let's do... Uh, what do you guys want to do first? Uh, let's do... Tales from the Hood. Yeah, the Hood. You want to do Tales from the Hood first? All Tales from the Hood, released May 24th, 1995. Five on IMDb, a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rest, uh, directed by Rusty Kundif. I, had a rusty I don't know Kundif if I'm saying once. that right. Um, with a original budget of $6 million gross worldwide. What? Patrick, you said $6 million? Yeah, $6 million was the budget. John, what do you guess? Well, I'm sorry, what was the budget? Six, Six. million dollars. I'll say this made um, 30 million. Jake? I'll say, we'll say 10. Justine? Uh, 32. I'm wow. going to guess, I'm going to say. 40. Damn, Jake wins this week. $11.8 million. Damn, Jake. Nice. Mm-hmm. All that yeah, good will's right, right back in it. I don't like that he's winning. All right. Uh, who had seen Tales from the Hood before? Nanya. And I had then I have never even heard of Tales from the Hood. Oh my Hood. gosh. Okay. Let's talk to Justine first. Justine, what did you think? Tales from the Hood. It's like Tales of the Crypt, but in the hood. That's right. It's, a, it's, a, um, it's an anthology that's series. That's how all the stories fell. Right. 
And I thought El Borso is kind of cheesy, but then all of it together, I kind of got this Black Mirror vibe. And then after that, I was like, at the very end, I was like, I love it. It was such a good ending. (laughs) 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 Like, put it all together and it's great. (laughs) Right. Right, right. But it, like if that ending, that ending really saves it. Either I thought of them like, eh, but um, it was good. And I, I would say if I had to rank my favorite stories, it would be the dolls first, and then um, everything else kind of falls under that. Right. There's whatever after that. But the doll one is great. I like that one. That was a good one. Little dolls, yeah. look, little dolls were pretty creepy looking. Terrifying. Yeah, with the painting part, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I, I like what you did there. I liked it. Right. Uh, who was your, your? So that was your favorite story. Uh, what did you? I like the story with. Uh, this is also very interesting because David Allen Greer plays a person who is very much the opposite of what David Allen Greer puts out there when he's the brutal stepdad. Uncle. Was he the uncle? Yeah, he's the uncle. Yeah. Ugh. I'd say that's my third. The second would be the political one, and then, or the police one, and then that was my last one. There's four stories, though. But the monster one was cool. I just, I just thought the other stories were better than that because that didn't seem scary compared to the other one. That's true. That's true. It's like it only involved that family and they all lived, so I'm like, mm. well, they didn't all live. live. Well, no, yeah, not everybody. Yeah, except for the uncle. But I was like, eh. Okay. But you liked it overall. Fun little anthology movie. Oh, yeah. I I mean, yeah. It was great. I'm telling you, if that ending was different, you would have a totally different, I would have a totally different feel for this film, but it was good. Jake, you had never seen this? Never, talk about never it. Let's talk it. about it. Um, I mean, super cheesy, but you kind of were expecting that coming into a movie called Tales from the Hood. So right. Um, but yeah, uh first one is pretty first one was pretty good. Uh I yeah, I really liked the doll one too, and then particularly the last one I thought was really great. And uh, John, who was the uh who was the the girl in that one? The woman playing the doctor who's doing the experiment on him, uh, that's Rosalind Cash, and she was in Omega Man, clear back in like 71. Right, right, right. Charlton Heston. I love it, yeah. God, they had like fucking naked people hanging up and like hanging up in like little, like these bags. That was fucking creepy as hell. Right. That was crazy. Uh, And a super, uh, super cool ending. With them being in hell, and <laughs> that was really cool. Right, right. That was a, that is a great ending. And of not course, expect, was not expecting that at the very end, but that was cool. Right. I love. The, yeah, the mortician is actually the devil. The mm-hmm. devil. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Uh, you will see. A, you will see a lot of weird things in the movie. You'll see a devil. You'll see a zombie. You'll see some devil dolls that come to life. You'll see some. Uh, uh, what else will you see? You'll see some stuff. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see a zombie. Uh, a zombie like using telekinesis to like throw needles at a police officer. 
great. That was that one was probably like the trippiest one out of all of them. I like the most it. out. I mean, they're all kind of out there, but I feel like that one is like the most kind of outlandish. Ah, I love it because as soon as the cop goes to pee on the grave, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know exactly. grab him by his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Twist his dick. All right, <laughs> John. Tales from the Hood. You had never yeah. seen it. What did you think? I had never seen it. Yeah, this felt like Creep Show or a, um, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, it. Uh, I think like everybody else, I really liked the one with the little the little dolls because the look on the faces were great. You know, right? Yeah, real creepy. And it yeah, felt a little bit. Um, it feels a little bit like Trilogy of Terror, where you can hear them like scurrying about. Right. But you can't quite see them sometimes. Right. So that felt like that one with uh, Karen Black, where the the little uh, voodoo fetish dolls chasing her around. Right, right, right. And uh, yeah, that last one is crazy. That was really disturbing. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know they all had something to say. That's the thing. It's a little tougher to do these things where they're scary, but you're also you also have a subtext, right? Where it's actually trying to say something. So it gives you a little added, a little added content there. Also, I think Clarence Williams III was so great in that part because even before you know that he's Satan, he's so creepy. And the way he's playing to the camera, that evil grin and those eyes, you know, just sort of like yeah. those batshit crazy eyes, like, oh, the shit. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> You'll be knee deep in shit. <laughs> right. I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all very powerful stuff. But I think he was the. He, he, it's great that he's the one that's tying all the stories together. That uh, I think Justine's right. That the fact that it all ties together makes um, makes some you know better than the parts. You know, right? Uh, I, I for me this is always a fun one because it's a it's kind of like a it's almost a spoof of like creep show while also following the same pattern. But then by the end of the movie, you've got this like some pretty serious social messages in there too worked into the yeah. moved into it. So uh, I think it it, it, it it juggles a lot and it it, it um it wears a lot of hats in the like you, what is it? It's not a very long movie. It's maybe what like like an it's hour and a half. hour and a half maybe, but it wears a lot mm-hmm. of hats in that hour and a half. Patrick, you had not seen this either. Negative. What did you think, my man? I always appreciate movies where racist people get their comeuppance. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was fantastic. Yes, you see a lot uh, of that here. Yeah, fuck the police, uh, <laughs> and you know, fuck the Ku Klux Klan and the racist white man. There you go. Um, well. I really, really enjoyed this. I was entertained the entire time. The production value, while not great, is thoroughly enjoyable and fits the motif of the movie. The ending was fantastic. Right. Um, I was really engrossed in each story. There's not really one that's kind of bad. They're all pretty solid tales my favorite was actually the kid monster one right uh which i know most of you didn't enjoy as much but i liked it i, I liked, liked the it. ridiculousness of like him drawing them out on the piece of paper and crumpling them up and they literally just shatter into pieces right uh when that little bully of a kid was on the playground and got all of his bones broken i was like yes <laughs> Uh, it, this movie was a lot of fun. I was surprised with some of the actors in there, like David Allen Greer popping up and, you know, Corbin Burnson. I was like, uh, I didn't expect them to show up. Right. Um, but it was, it was a great movie. I was, I was entertained the entire time. It's a fun one. It's for me. It's yeah. right. It's, and it's, yeah, for me, and it's, it gives a great message too, as well. Like it's, it's, 
it talks about a lot of social issues that affect uh you know a lot of people and it's it's done in a way that's both entertaining and insightful at the same time right it, like it juggles a lot and it's again it's 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 one of those movies that takes a low budget and just really rings out every last dollar i feel like yeah. they, they really you know they really spent a lot of you know what of the budget they had it all went up on the screen you know so it wasn't uh, you know the effects aren't great, uh, especially, you know, stuff like this looks dated anyway, but it still manages to be effective and, uh, you know, tells those, the, you know, the scariest stories are the ones with a moral, right? So those mm-hmm. are, the, those are <laughs> it manages to tell those stories very well. So I, I love this movie. It's up right up there with Creepshow for me, like as far as an anthology. So, and, you know, uh, man, that last one where, you know, he, you know, that whole thing where, you know, he needs to change and he needs to, you know, uh, be different and he can't do it that's such a that's such a uh, and so he gets sent back that's always such a downer for me it's like a twilight zone episode mm-hmm. well i mean that and just the commentary of like it's you know in that situation it's not just white people no you know killing african-americans it's, it's you know a it's, lot of it's, it's, it's a, the same it's just it's horrible it's a never-ending circle of violence in that life you know yeah. and uh so and they're not afraid to, to touch on those issues so yeah, I love this movie. I, I like this one a lot. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I don't think it's the scariest movie out there, but I think it's a fun Halloween movie for sure. Definitely, if you want to. Yeah, no, you, it's fun. It's not you, scary at all. If you want to give somebody a little uh, moral message while you're, you know, a little message, a little social message, just like. Here. Although if people have like a fear of dolls, then you know maybe that one. Whew. That's a good one though, and Corbin Burton is so good at being a scumbag. Oh boy! Oh boy! He's usually so nice. <laughs> Yeah, he's like the opposite of his of his kind of like the way he was in Major League, where you're like, "Wow, this guy's a real dick," you know, kind of like. Wasn't he uh, like on L.A. Law? He was kind of a scumbag too, right? Right. right. But he always seems yeah. like a nice, like a charming guy. So, right, yeah. right. All right. I let's... think I appreciated. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jake. I'm sorry. Oh, I, th- I think I appreciated the doll one just for the like for the stop motion. Yes. Yeah. Super well done. I mean, some of the lighting was a little bit washed out on like a couple parts, but overall, I thought that was super, super fun, interesting. Yeah, it feels like a, you know, it, it, it sometimes it feels more like a TV movie or like an HBO, mm-hmm. but I think that's just because it's you know a low budget movie. But, I think it was uh, made with HBO if I remember reading yeah, that correctly. Maybe. But but I feel like still, uh, you know, you, there's a there's a lot to unpack, and I like it. I like it. it's fun. So I'm gonna let's go ahead and rank this one. Let's go ahead and rank uh, Tales from the Hood. John, give it seven point five. Seven point five, Justine. Um, I'm gonna give it a six. If they made the monster one into a sad ending, I probably would have liked it more. Oh, okay. You didn't like that the kid got away, huh? You're all no. Yeah, this kid yeah. must die. Or even make him like the really bad guy. I would have been fine with that. But wow. There was like, it was a contained story and it ended right there. So it was just like, you didn't question anything else after that. Okay. The other one, you're like, oh, do they capture all these people and they go through this shit? You know? But this kid, it was like, yeah, he went through some shit. That sucks. And then he killed the bad guy. Good. Yeah, damn. He was abused. That sucks, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, he killed the bad guy, so we're good. So we're good. There's no trauma or anything. He just killed him. Yeah, no, it. fuck there. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And nobody no, seemed no, to ask the question. Burn, this kid's just going to burn everyone up now. 
Good yeah, luck trusting did. any authoritative male figure in your life, bud. No, the teacher. I think he, I think he has a good relationship with the teacher after that. No, he just wanted to bang his mom. Wow. He saw that. Yeah. That. She wanted that it. Was the, um, out of all she the... Um, <laughs> she was asking for it. There's a whole subtext in that episode I missed. <laughs> That's the one that was the most uncomfortable because it was the closest to the... To me, that cut closest to the bone because you read about that all the time. Yeah. Uh, especially lately, kids that were not taken out of abusive homes in time. It was just like on the front page of the Times. Like all the relatives are like, there's something not right. You got to get in there. And child services did not get them out in time. And then they find them like dead, locked in a closet. And so that episode, I thought, boy, this is close. This is close to the shit that's still happening, you know? Right. right they right. said that majority of the women in the prison over here out here is a woman of domestic abuse and they killed the the husband. Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Chino's a rough place to live. Mm-hmm. They don't live there and then do that. The- I mean, they live in that prison. They do now. <laughs> I know, but I mean, they didn't come from that city. They're all residents of Chino. They're all in their own prison. All I'm saying is they're all in the same spot now. Yep. Uh, Patrick, what do you what do you rank? Uh, the uh, old, uh, from the I'm gonna give us a seven point five. Seven point five on the yeah, I scale. It. On the Patrick scale, Jake. I give this a seven. Seven. I'm gonna give this a solid seven for me as well. Solid seven, so yeah. But a six is high from Justine. I'm proud of I'm very happy with that. Very yeah. happy. Very happy. Yeah, I mean, I think the ending carried that a lot for me. And okay. then um That is a fun ending. I just think like the the monster one didn't really maybe if I was in the same mindset as uh John, I probably would have felt different, but I just mm-hmm. wasn't and it was a real monster. You wanted this thing to really bust out of the closet like a real monster. Yeah, right? not all monsters look like monsters, guys. Sometimes the worst no, ones look like him you and to I be more evil. Like what if he then kills the monster, then he goes and attacks the the teacher for I don't know, mistrust. Oh, like he told him, Oh yeah, let me know. You wanted the, the kid, kid to be the bad control. guy? The kid yes, had it. Why would you blame the, the kid guy. in all this? He went through horrible shit. I wish they showed us a video, like something of like that kid that broke all his bones, like a drawing no. of that kid, and they folded some paper up. Like I wanted him to be the bad guy that just folds paper up, and that's how just no, that's awful. That's terrible. So you were how kid. did that kid break all of his legs? You know that's how serious killers are made. He was a bully. He had it coming. <laughs> I mean that's you're not wrong, but still you don't want to see. Well, the, actually, you don't want to see the kid to turn be fair, evil. That kid never hurt anybody. Ever he again. drew the pictures. Everybody else used the picture to hurt somebody else. Interesting. Interesting. The teacher with the kid. He thought the kid was a bully, and he needed his comeuppance. <sighs> it's interesting uh, the origin of that. He just says some girl behind him says, "If you draw it, it'll happen." You know they don't get too far into that. Why is this happening? He says, this girl behind me said, if I draw it, my problem's on a piece of paper, I can get rid of him. Yeah, yeah he wants what we old, should be investigating. Yeah, he wants some old shaman to be, like, giving him a piece of, giving him, like, some fancy pen. <laughs> right. I, yes. want that little, I, want, I want that little girl behind him to be this shaman. Yeah. With, uh, oh, yeah. Come through. El sol salió anoche y me cantó. All of a sudden, she just starts doing that in the middle of class. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, 
<laughs> yeah, that's a lot to unpack. Well, all right. Yeah. Patrick or Jake, did you give us a score? You gave us a score, right, Jake? I gave it a seven, yes. All right. Yes. And Justine gave Everyone it a six. Gave it a okay, we're going to give a score. All right. Let's move on to Adam's Family Values. All right. Adam's Family Values released November 19th, 1993, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. Got a 6.8 on IMDb, a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a budget of forty-seven million dollars, grossed worldwide. What, Justine? Would you care to wager a guess? Uh, give me the number again. Sorry, forty-seven million dollars. Um, sixty. Jake. I'm going to say 110. John? What do you answer to this? I'm not going to play. I'll say 111. You bastard. <laughs> uh, Justine was closest. This was not a huge success. It made $48 million. It made oh. its money back. It made its money back and a million on top of it. But this became a bigger success on TV, if I'm correct. Right. It, it really gained its popularity after it was out of theaters. Uh, well, I think, you know, I think globally too. I think if you look, yeah, at it was VHS. Yeah. Uh, VHS really did this movie justice because I remember watching this a lot when I was a kid. Let mm-hmm. me tell you something. Uh, uh, if if it's a thanks if it's Thanksgiving, you better be singing "Eat Me" at your Thanksgiving table. Or it's not really Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that whole scene. God, that made me. Oh, laugh. I always think of this movie as a Thanksgiving. Film. Right, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot. We should have watched it for Thanksgiving. We should have waited and watched it for yeah, Thanksgiving. I don't see any movie at all. It's totally a Thanksgiving film. No, I forgot about that. I miss, you know, sometimes we misprogram, but you know what? I had a good time watching it. We'll do it, it again. So we'll, we'll do it again. It'll happen again. A double uh, feature. Jake, what do you got? Oh, we Adam's- can do a Christina Ricci double feature. Yeah. Uh, you're right. With this you know and we love Buffalo 66. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really obscure. <laughs> Jake, hit hit us Holy with your Adams Family Values review. God, it's so much fun. It's I mean, it's I mean it's a lot of the, it's a lot of the same, but it's like you kind of you want it. Um Morticia and Gomez Adams just have the most amazing, just passionate relationship with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um and now they have a baby. A little baby. Looks and she looks just like I didn't think it was a girl at first, and then they said she. I'm like, oh wait, so she just has this great pencil mustache. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I of think, no. It's it's a boy. It is a boy. I thought she said she. They call it a uh, she when they're doing the uh, the French Revolution sketch, and oh, they have her right. dressed. You're they have right. the baby dressed you're as a girl. That's true. Mm-hmm. Fair point. John, what's the baby's name? Pubert. And you know what's funny about that name Besides obviously Pubert's funny uh, When they did the TV show in the 60s They called up Charles Adams They said you got to come up with some names Because his cartoons in the the New Yorker He never had any names for these characters It was just this creepy family that would turn up In his cartoons So they said we need names obviously If it's going to be a weekly TV show So you know he came up with Lurch and Gomez Morticia And Wednesday and when he got to uh, The little boy uh, he wanted to name the boy uh, Pubert, and uh, ABC said, no way. 
that is too close to a couple words that are not going to fly, uh, you know, uh, on the family hour. So he, they said, come up with something else where we can't use pubert. So he said, okay, I'll, how about Pugsley? They're like, all right, we'll go for Pugsley. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so it was a nice tip of the hat to Charles Adams. He said, well, you know what? We're going to use that name. Pubert. Yeah. That is a great name. It does sound slightly dirty, though. A little bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, they've got a bunch of just, just really funny little offhanded comments every time someone's asking them questions about something, and it's always super morbid and just out of left field. It's great. I really like the granny too, Carol. Carol Kane. Yeah, they, yeah. Remember we talked in the first one. Why wasn't that Carol Kane? And then it, she became Carol Kane. So they got perfect. The I think they couldn't get uh, the. the for the second one, they couldn't get that original actress. I think she's the only one that didn't come back. Wow. It's okay. But Carol King makes it her own. I mean, that you think that she's so good, you think she was in the first one. You know? Right. I love that scene with um, Debbie where um, Granny has like that little skull that she's giving to her and is like muttering something. <laughs> oh, what's that? Like, oh, just a curse I left on you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the great Joan Cusack. Uh, never lovelier than in Adam Sandler values. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justine hot. She's or so n- good. Justine hot or not? Uh, Joan Cusack. Yeah. Um. She's. She's. She's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like okay. not. It's a little yeah. How is that's a not, not a not? That's a not. <laughs> I mean, not. well, to be fair, in this movie, it's kind of tough. You have to choose between Joan Cusack and Angelica Houston, and you're going to choose Angelica Houston every time. Mm. Is that yeah? True? Look at those eyes—the way they light her up. I'm telling you, she is so good. But you know, the, the, yeah. I, I get this. I just get the. I get the impression just from every interview I've ever seen. That Angelica Houston, and I don't know anything about her, aside from the fact that she's John Houston's daughter. She looks oh, you like think she's a bitch. She, no, she looks like the sweetest woman. Her voice is so sweet, and so I think she's a perfect Morticia because that's even though she looks, you know, kind of spooky and scary, she's got that sweetness in her voice, and she's got that, mm-hmm. that like that, she, that tone of she's voice. She's also in the the movie Witches. Um, around this time too, and she's evil in that. Is she though? Yeah, I still I don't know. That's, yeah. that's great. That's that's great acting. Because, yeah, that, she's great in that movie. And so you can buy her as evil, or you can buy her as sweet. That's that's good acting. <laughs> she's also in um, what's the one we watched? John Wick. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, I forgot about that. I always she's love. I always love that? Angelica Houston. Oh, I don't yeah. think she gets enough love. Um, I don't think she gets enough credit for being. A, she's fantastic. She's always good, and she's I mean, good she's in this. She's in all the um, Wes Anderson films. Right, right. Fantastic. She's what great. does she do? Pretty's honor. Remember that? That's right. Oh, yeah, I love the way they do her eyes, John. What is that called? Where they do like a key light on her eyes, so she's always. Well, they also taped them up. They taped them up, and they said it gave her. Um, they gave her crazy headaches. They, they just decided they want Morticia to have, like, these eyes are slightly raised. So she said they had to tape up the eyes a little bit. 
and then the back of the skull, and then they put the makeup and the wig on over that. So she said by the end of the day, she was just, her headaches were just crazy. And all because they just thought she should have a little different look with the eyes, you know? Oh, man, that's a bummer. So that's putting in some time for the character, I'll tell you. But I thought she does, I think she does a great job, though. Oh, she's wonderful. Justine, go ahead. You have a question. Through a headache, (laughs) you know? Justine, go ahead. You're, you're, you're acknowledged. Uh, Puber Adams was played by a girl. Oh. So maybe Puber's androgynous. That's weird. Did you just say boom because of that? I thought there was a joke at the beginning where they said we've already uh, we've already got a boy. Let's well, she said, we've yeah, "Well, yeah." Christina says, "Christina Ricci mm-hmm. says they don't need. Well, we've already got a, a, a son. Or we've already got yeah. a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it's supposed to be I a guess boy. Maybe it's a girl playing a boy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, yeah, it was played by two twin girls. Um, yeah, it was a girl. Maybe those babies just had the look they wanted. Exactly. So you put a mustache on him. I guess it doesn't matter. You put a, a newborn baby, you can put a, give it a mustache. I guess it's a boy. God, that's hilarious. It's a little <laughs> penciled in mustache. It's so funny. Yeah, they bring him home. Uh, or to get, get the jet black hair and a mustache. You know? he's got the, yeah, he's an Adam. Mm-hmm. He's got the hair parted in the middle. Um, they, you know, that is a great line. Yeah. For me, I think it's brilliant that they move the kids to summer camp. Because you've got to find a way to get them out of the house because there's so much going on at the house. They kind of need Oh, yeah. The, How do you include their own story? Yeah, they, right? they kind of need their own thread. So all that stuff with the summer camp is oh, just it's brilliant. Great. It's just so good. Uh, and it works so well. And then you've got Peter McNichol and Christina Baranski running this camp. And I think that's just a great... I love how great Peter McNichol... Like, I, know, I love how into it he is. He's writing these dumb plays and... Uh, and you know he just loves seeing him performed, and then you get all the rich parents. It's great, uh, but um, uh, yeah, I, I like this one a lot. So, uh, some would you say you like this better or uh, or the original better, uh, Jake? We'll start with Jake. Ooh, that's a tough one. I feel like I might like this one a little bit more. You like this one better? How about you, Justine? I like this one more. It's more memorable to me. John? It's a little more young, it's a little darker. The humor's a little darker. So I think this one edges out the first one. Wow. Uh, Patrick? I think they're having a lot more fun in this one. So I think this one just works a lot better because they're, they're, they, in the first one, they weren't 100% confident in their cast, it felt like. And then this one, they're just, they bought in 100%. They're like, this is a fantastic cast. They know what they're doing. And they really let uh, Christina Ricci shine in this one. I'm really sad that they didn't, you know, this didn't make enough money for them to do a third because I, I love Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester. I love oh, his, I love him great. in this, I love his performance in this one. You know, or Uncle Fester at any time in any of these movies, he always gets the short end of the stick. He's he's got a good. Uh, I mean, technically, he's not Uncle Fester, but you know, it's fine. He is though. Yeah, he's not. He is, but he's not. But he is. No, right. but he is. But he's right. not. You know. But he is. They established in the first one. They established that he really was Fester, right? Yeah. He was a, impo- an imposter, and then they're like, "Well, that really was him that got lost." He was on an the imposter Amazon. who mm-hmm. was actually Uncle Fester, but Uncle Fester originally lost his memory. That's it. it yeah, amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yep. Never mind. Carry on. There you go. Carry on. Anyways. 
Justine? Yes. Favorite character? Um, always going to be Wednesday Adams. Are you going to watch the Wednesday Adams show on Netflix? I don't know if I can do another show like that because they just cancel it. Like I was watching the Sabrina show and then they cancel that. <sighs> and then it yeah, but that show wasn't good. weird endings. It was fine, but they kept trying to end it. And that's what made it really horrible to watch later. You know? Right. Know. Right. I'm with you. I'll watch it. But as soon as they start trying to end it, I'm going to be mad because I know it's going to get really shitty. Storylines will suck. And all of a sudden it's just weird. John, what did you think? Well, I of, think it's, oh, sorry. it's a limited. I think this this new Adams family with Burton. I think it's going to be a limited series anyway, right? It's like a short season. I don't think it's supposed to go on forever. I think it's only like four or five episodes, right? I, I don't know if it's a mini, if it's if it's only supposed to be a short or it's just one season. But uh, it's getting a lot of hype. It's getting a lot of good, good, uh, good, good reviews so far. Or good press, anyway. At least from the trailer, looks very dark. Oh. Very dark black. If it's Steve, Tim Burton, we're sure to see some some stripes, stripes. Some black white stripes. Yep. Yeah. So get ready. And for Helen Bonham Carter will be in there somewhere, somewhere at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah. What if Helen Bonham Carter played Lisa Marie? Just in a total mind twist. <laughs> That's crazy, John. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Adam's Family Values? Uh, I like it. I think it might even be better than the first one. Um, everyone does a great job, but I'll tell you, the person that steals the entire movie is Christina Ricci as Wednesday. She steals every scene at, she's got all the best moments, all the best lines, all the best deliveries, you know, she's so deadpan it's right on the money. So for me, she just about steals the whole movie, even though everybody's great. I love the, the uh, speech she gives the Thanksgiving day speech she gives. Yes, that is so good. That whole scene is just fantastic. It's the only time she's smiling. She has that little smile. She's just great. You see like how much work it is for her to smile, the whole face. That's really like a master class in acting. The whole face is struggling to get one little smile out, you know. (laughs) But she's just got the best uh, deadpan delivery. And, you know, it's great for her. The script is great. It, It seems to me she's got all the best lines and they land just beautifully. So I think this is one of the best things she ever did. And she's so young in this. What is this? And she'd only done a couple movies when right. this came along. What about uh, um, what about your girl Joan Cusack, though? No love for her, huh? Oh, she's also great. You know, it's, it's too bad you don't see her in more movies because this movie also shows how great she can be. Right. You know, in comedy. She turns up in things. Usually she's not the lead. She'll turn up in a lot of uh, movies as, like, you know, John Cusack. Oddly enough, she turns up as... John Cusack's sister in a lot of movies. Right. Uh, so past the two of them, you know, and she is always good. But in this one, I'll tell you, it would have been easy for this character to be overshadowed by the Adams family. And she's so quirky and weird and homicidal that she's pretty much holding her own the whole movie. So that says a lot. Isn't, isn't she a lead in Toy Story? She, is she Bo Peep? No, um, she's um, Jesse. Jesse, yeah. Oh, there you go. So there you go. She's great. I've never seen her do a bad performance, but a lot of times she's wasted. She'll be like fourth or fifth down the cast. Right. And she's always good. So in this movie, I don't know. I haven't looked at her filmography lately, but it seems like she gets more to do in this movie than, than most movies that she's in, you know, 
Um, yeah, she's like the so principal I, in School of Rock, which is always mm-hmm. like about where she lands, where she's she she enough yeah. to be kind of there and kind of have a few lines here and there, but not enough to really showcase how funny she can be. This is almost a tour de force because everybody is so great. It would have been easy for another actress to just get blown out of the water because Christopher Lloyd is amazing as Fester, while Julia and uh, and um, Angelica Houston are so wonderful. And by this time, yeah, everybody's really comfortable. Like you were saying, everybody's really comfortable in the role, so they can just let it rip. And so you think another actress might have just get, gotten completely overshadowed, but she plays it just right. You believe that she's, you know, it's a hell of a thing to pull off because she's she herself is sort of like a psychopathic killer. So she's not going to be too freaked out by the family. Right. No, she doesn't want to be there. She finds him repulsive, but she's kind of like, I've got to just see this through so I can get the money, you know? So, um, I don't know. I think she does a great job. Everybody's great, but I think the one that steals just about steals the movie is Christina Ricci. Jake. What did you think? Patrick? Are you talking to me? You're talking to Jake. I'm sorry. I was talking to Jake, but I forgot I already called on Jake. Patrick! (laughs) I mean, we... uh, The real reason uh, they didn't continue with this one is just because uh, they didn't do a third one because they didn't want to do without Raul Julia. He died in 94. Passed away. That's right. Uh, I I love... Yeah, it, he was 94, he passed away, um, and that's why they didn't do the third one. They didn't want to do it without him. Man. Uh, which, yeah, he, I mean, he is by far my favorite Gomez Adams um, in any rendition. He's suave, debonair, creepy in just the right ways, uh, passionate and engaging, and what's not to love there? Um, I, I always enjoy uh, Adams Family. I think they're fantastic movies, and uh, it it does make me sad that there isn't a third one because he was good, right? And they're just fun. They're just really yeah. They're, fun. they're great movies. They're 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 just fun to watch. Uh, well executed, uh, and hilarious. They're just they're mm-hmm. they're and they're genuinely funny. I was telling John, I forgot how genuinely funny these movies are. They're not just like, hey, look at this. It's nostalgia. It's a genuinely funny, funny movie. Like, yeah, they're having a blast. Dude, the when they were the kids, when they were singing that Thanksgiving song, I forgot all about that song, and oh, I was just yeah. busting up. I was busting up. I was laughing so hard. Um, yeah, and there's just a lot of great moments, uh, and you get to see kind of Christopher Lloyd at his peak doing what he does best, you know. And I think you know so many people remember him as Doc Brown, there, or you know they yeah. forget that he could do all you know do these other things. And uh, he's so good as as Fester. Him and and he, he and Raul Julia really do have good chemistry as brothers. Yeah. I feel like they do have a good good chemistry. I feel like the whole family has chemistry. I buy it. I buy them as family. So it, it mm-hmm. worked. The movies the movies all work for me. Uh, Patrick, what is your and you? Uh, who is your favorite of the Adams? Is uh, it's it, it's a toss up between Gomez and uh, Wednesday. I think Wednesday just steals the movie. But he just brings so much uh, panache to the role. That's kind of hard. Nice. Patrick, who's your favorite uh, Adams? You just asked me that. I'm sorry, Jake. 
again. He did both. He did it both ways this time. I looked. Out. I looked. At, I was looking right at Jake when I said it too. Yeah. Um, my You're favorite both guy. Dear to my yeah, heart. Just remember that. You're both dear to my heart. Gomez. Mm. Gomez. Oh. Gomez. I gotta say, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, just yeah, so suave, debonair, but you know, loves his family and just yeah, creepy. Justine, so who's your favorite? In like an endearing way. Who's your favorite? It's like he was born to play Gomez. You know, uh-huh. you can't imagine anyone else playing Gomez Adams after watching him play, after watching him in this movie, or even the first one. Justin, favorite Adams. Christine Richie again. Who? You already answered this. I'll say it again, though. Wednesday Adams. John? I would say say Lurch is really good. He looks really good for the part. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, he used to shop at that trade. I worked at a Trader Joe's in Pasadena. He used to shop there he was so tall he could he could barely make it in the door he had to like stoop to get through the door wow was he nice he's pretty cool looking i'm sure john every time he's dumb you rang no i'm not an asshole like that but i would uh (laughs) (laughs) actually at the time everybody was thinking um he was in twin peaks he was the giant in twin peaks so that's what people were, were recognizing they go hey there's that guy the giant from twin peaks and like He's got a name, you know. He's a he's a human being. <laughs> His name is Lurch. Thank you very much. John, so who, who is your favorite Adams of all time? It's it's always Gomez. I think Raul Julia is absolutely phenomenal. He's got that great manic energy. But I also think John Aston is amazing. And so I can't pick between the two. I put Raul Julia exactly as high as John Aston. Whatever you think of the T it's really he was the definitive as until Raul Julia, but I, I can't put one above the other. You know, they're both absolutely tapped in to that sort of weird, suave, manic personality. All right, I'm going to go Pugsley just because nobody said Pugsley. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tough gig being Pugsley, I'll tell you. He's the straight man. He's the straight man for the whole He's thing. He's the straight man, exactly. Yeah, Pugsley. Exactly. Uh, all right, let's... Did I ask everybody what they thought of the film? I got everybody, right? Yeah, I mean, for the most part. Less. I snuck it in there. You didn't ask me, but I told you anyways. No, I was going to ask you. What did, what did you think of the movie? I already told you. All right. <laughs> See, Patrick's good at that. He's like, you don't ask him, but he'll sneak it in. Right, that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John, I thought of you already. Got, got, got Justine, got Jake. All right, let's rank it. Adam's Family Values. Uh, the point, for those of you who don't know why it's called Family Values, that was a Newt Gingrich reference. That was a new. That was that whole, the Republicans are the party of family values. So, Ugh, Right. Yeah. As we, and as we now know. So, so <laughs> that's so the, that, well, we knew it then too. That's the only thing though. This, that's the only thing that this dates that movie is that reference. I, yeah. I get it, but it dates the movie. But uh, Well, you could have called it Adam's Family too, but that doesn't show much imagination either. That's true. <laughs> Uh, Jake, rank it. Adam Stanley values. AFV. Oh, let's give it a nine. Whoa, nine. Justine. Um, I will give it a... I'll give it an eight. John. I give it a nine. Patrick. Nine. Whoa, who gave it an eight? Justine. Justine. 
That's high. That is so high for Justine. Justine. I'm going to give it an eight as well. I'm going to give it an eight as well. We're the same, Justine. High five. What stops you from giving it a nine, Mario? Uh, well, what's up? Give, give me a ten. You know, it's the usual. It's, you know, there's some things in there. It's still a, I still think it's like it's like a B film. It's not really. I think we underappreciate how good of a score an eight is. I know. I know. That's really high. An eight yeah. is really high. An eight, you're, on you're, average. An eight, you're move, for me, an eight is you're moving into movies that I love and I will watch repeatedly. So you're you're yes. moving into like, you know, seven is like right about there for me. Like seven is like, oh, it's almost maybe, you know, I don't quite love this movie as much as I love other things, but I, I, I appreciate it. Eight is really like you're kind of getting into the inner circle of, you know, mm-hmm. of my favorites. So you're part seven of or higher, definitely worth watching. Oh, yeah. I'd say it's tough for comedies. When you're rating a comedy, it's tough because first thing you're asking yourself is, did I laugh at this? Right. And then you start then you start thinking, is it timeless? Is this gonna is do I watch it more than once? Does it hold? Right. Does it hold there's some, there's it, some dated references in there. Mind, you know? There's some Can dated I bring re- something up real quick about this comedy? Ninety four minutes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Or just, you go. Look at that. That's the minutes. that's the that's the Goldilocks. It follows time for the formula. Comedy. Eight minutes or ninety minutes, not eight minutes. Jeez. And that's what keeps it from being a perfect ten is those four minutes. Next week we're gonna come back and we're gonna watch <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> Get ready for that. The Rock. Welcome oh to my the God. Rock. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Have no. you never seen The Rock, Jake? What is it? <laughs> One of Sean Connery's finest. What's the rock? Sean Connery. Oh, yep. Nope. Never mind. I know what you're talking about. All right. The greatest duo ever seen in any movie ever. Losers always whine about their best. And Nicholas Cage. Go home. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's the it's the undeclared undeclared sequel of the Sean Connery Bond films. I told you, there's a theory going around. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. And then when you were saying, when I was listening to that, I was like, "You guys are taking James Bond way too seriously," and I'm very annoyed with the fans. Why James Bond should be taken seriously? He's the greatest spy of all time. Yeah. No, I'm so excited. Love it. <laughs> Patrick's tipping his hand. I get the feeling I know what his ra- his rating's going to be. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to wait and see, but you're you're I don't excited. Need to disappoint. That's all I got to say. All right, guys, you're excited. We're going to wrap it up. We'll see you next week with the Rock. So until next time, for John, for Jake, for Patrick, for Justine, we say this transmission ends now. Fight the power.